This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome, everybody, to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. This is fun. This is day one. We officially made it here. We know some of you will be here at some point during the next 12 days. Others won't. Uh, but we'll, we'll bring you you know, a few of the sights and sounds uh, from the fair if you can't make it out here. But, of course, we will bring you the entertainment content that you turn to us for. Uh, but let, we, we must start, though, with the logistical thing. I mean, we can't act like this is all normal. Um, so we're back at the fair after a year off. And so that's a really big deal. And it's, uh, I got to tell you, I don't know what to expect at the fair this year. I don't know how many people will be out at the fair this year. Um, we're all kind of flying blind, but it seems like a kind of normal-ish crowd yeah. for the first morning. You know, this a is little a little light, little light, but you know, it's only nine o'clock in the morning, and uh, it's been, I think, so far so good. Look, I was, I got a gut punch early on, which was for months. I have been thinking about walking past the top oh, boss yeah. and getting my tater top poutine. Which sounds offensive, but it's not. It's just a recipe, and it, I think it means gravy. I don't know. But they uh, they didn't open until 9 o'clock. And so now we have to send somebody at some point to get Stevie Boy some poutine. Yeah. Who wants to volunteer? Yeah, any, no, any volunteers. Uh, but we, and we'll we got on the shuttle. We almost went to the wrong entrance. We had to flip a Yui in a tour bus. A very large bus. I think it might be a coach, a it, motor coach. It's a motor coach. And uh, we had to do a U-turn. And that's so we all survived, and now and now we're here. But there's, there are metal detectors on the way in. Oh yeah, that that's gonna that's hold new. you up a little bit. Yeah, so not you, too bad. If you see a line, it doesn't mean that there. Wow, there's a ton of people. It's just there are metal detectors now, so you got to go great. through those. Yeah, so everybody feels a little bit uh, safer, at least from that perspective of being yeah. here. So um, here we are. I'm a little disappointed that you are reading ahead in our book. I'm not reading ahead. I'm reading. So if you don't know. We are doing the Donna and Steve read-along, hashtag, it's not a book club. It's not a book club. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, my first ever Stephen King novel ever in my life. Never have I even been tempted to read Stephen King, but I thought that he only did horror. And so we started reading his latest. It's called Billy Summers. And Billy, this is a, this is a mystery. This is a uh, sort of a hitmany mystery yeah, suspense. Yeah, kind of a mob story. Yes. Yeah. And there are some things that you just can't quite figure out just yet, but it is really, really good. Now, our next destination is page 175. And you're at? Page 170. You're going to read ahead. I know you. I don't know if I'm going to read ahead. Oh, but I quit things, too. All the time I quit things. You can't quit the book. Just don't quit the book. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really enjoying talking to you about it. Yeah. Because I can ask you about characters. I can ask you about things that I didn't quite understand. I don't think I have read a book with some other people in my life reading the same book at the same time since college. Same. Since you were forced. Since I was forced like to I'm do being it. forced. Don, you're being forced. Now, now here, poor Don. We're trying to, no, Steve's trying to guilt you into reading it because he bought you the $30 book. I yeah, wanted I to did. welcome I, I, her. Really, yeah. I wanted to welcome her into the, uh, the read-along. Don, you were already about 125 <laughs> pages behind, and mm-hmm. you need to get to page 175 yeah. by Monday. Uh, have you cracked the book open just yet? I have not. Okay. Um, 
I have a good excuse, though. Please do hit I me have with it. A paranormal investigation, a lot of evidence to um, put together and present to uh, a family whose house was haunted, and that's what oh I do all the time: is uh, edit audio and video at home. So I don't even have time for the books I want to read. She's not going to read this. She's Listen, not going to read it. I am going to read it. She's Are you kidding it. me? You don't have to read it. I'm going to read it. I'll you don't have, have it to done read it. by 200 pages. What's my goal by next Tuesday? No, 175. Tuesday? We, download, we, do, oh. we brought it down a little. 175 by Monday. I can do it. I believe in you. But if I'm you want to read it later, it's student. okay. I'll, I have to. It's like not a choice. Yeah, Dawn will do it, and she otherwise she'll have <laughs> she'll have a breakdown. We've officially pressured her into it, which is really good, and it's also Humble evil. Brag, by the way. Yeah, straight A student, man. Hey, I worked yeah, hard she, for that. Yeah, you deserve. Yeah, she landed brag. in radio with us. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, the different really career paths. <laughs> and then I and then I was a theater major. That really helped. Oh, see that? It's the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I didn't think uh, that radio would necessarily become a thing. And look at and you now. And now here we are. Look at this. Standing next to a living legend. That's right. Um, now let me uh, look ahead <laughs> to what we have coming up on today's okay, show. Okay, let's check it out. It is a Thursday, which means coming up today at 11.30, hour three, if you listen on the podcast, Throwback Thursday, music trivia. Now, last week, I gave you choices. You yeah. could do finish the lyric, which you chose. Otherwise, I, I think we can go all the way back to the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Okay. So you'll get to pick a decade today that isn't the 80s. Okay, got it. And uh, Already have it in my mind. Why don't you tell me now? 70s. 70s. Okay, we will do uh, Throwback Thursday music trivia at 11.30, hour 3 again, if you listen on the My Talk app or the Donna and Steve Show podcast. Uh, also coming up today at 10.30, we will do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, where it's me versus Donna, a pop culture topic of the day that we don't know until the time that we play. So we'll get into that. We've got some uh, big, fancy celebrities who have their houses on the market. Ooh, you yes. found Matt Damon's house. We I, love that. We love doing this. And I found um, Kate Beckinsale's house. Oh. So we'll talk about that at 1130. We'll tell you what you get for Kate Beckinsale's house with a price tag of $4 million. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Watch your I'm language. very excited. Oh, sorry. Darn. Yeah. Darn. Wow. Don't forget, um, out here at the State Fair, we've got the lactation station. Where I will be inside of the tent most of the day, and I will be <laughs> taking your dairy-themed song request as I play the guitar and try to just help that... them relax, Don. Oh, I don't know how relaxing okay. that would be. We tried to think of dairy-themed songs yesterday. The only thing that we could think of came from Marley McMillan, oh, yeah, and she that. said uh, it should be, uh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, so now imagine... <laughs> Imagine me uh, playing that acoustic on my guitar and singing to the ladies. In the lactation station. In the Listen, I've, I have four kids. <laughs> there was a time where it felt like we lived on a different continent. The amount of hours in a day that my wife's were out was just, it was like, a, a, yeah. it, it was like we were watching a it's National like Geographic show. It was unbelievable. I'm sure she'll really appreciate that comparison. The irony being, you know, that's like every husband's dreams like this is great i thought we should have lost the shirts a long time ago oh. and the irony is they are totally off limits yep. at that point you absolutely. are absolutely anyway anyway we gotta go all right fine we're gonna come back though we're right. just gonna take a little break when we come back steve you're gonna have some things that make you go huh uh, let me tease our minds so that we're all mentally sharp today the this beverage was originally developed in 1934 as an ice cream topping it wasn't sold specifically as a uh, as a soft drink option, so to speak, uh, for another couple of decades. What drink started as an ice cream topping? You can order it, I think, at quite a few drive-throughs now. Hmm. We'll get into that. Other things that'll make you go, huh? 
When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McClain with us as well. We got some fun facts to share with you live from the fair. Things that make you go home. Yeah, chill out, everybody. Ooh, Hold on just a second. Say. Oh, yeah, we don't have any buttons out Oh, here. I do, I, no. I've got them. Let me just. Okay. Uh, I forgot to give you the heads up. That's my no, bad. it's okay. Here we go. I used to drink this drink so much as a kid. There was a time, there was probably a six month window where there was not a better beverage on the planet for me. I was probably 10, 10 or 11 years old. Okay. This drink was originally developed in 1934 as an ice cream topping. It wasn't sold specifically as a juice until 1946, 12 years later. Do you think you know the beverage that I'm talking about? And it's available, I think, in a, or it was. Uh, mm. It might still be in a lot of drive-throughs. Okay, my original thought was YooHoo, YooHoo, but you said juice, so I'm going to change my answer to Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Oh my! Um, not a, <laughs> not interesting. A, Don, let's not judge her guess. I love it. Anything Thanks, come Don. to mind for you, Don? It started uh, as an ice cream topping. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Okay, not too too far off. Hawaiian punch. Oh. They originally said this would make a great ice cream. Oh. T- so what would you do? Just you have ice cream and then and just pour liquid? the liquid over top of it. It like goes that. to the bottom. Thin. That's my point. I don't know. Maybe it was thicker. Syrup. Thicken it up. Thicken it up. I question I that fun fact. How dare you, Donna? <laughs> I want more information. Who's the source? The internet. <laughs> is that good? All right, that's fine. Uh, you go to a drive-thru. They have every possible option in the world. What do you get for, for a beverage? Um, every possible Every option. possible option. I don't know. A martini? Okay. I knew, it. I knew you would do this. What if I said Pepsi from Taco Bell with the perfect little circle ice balls? You know what I'm t- Do you know oh, that their ice yeah, is yeah, different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their ice is different. And different places have different fountain situations that are happening. So some of them are going through like different I think it's not just the syrup mixture, but it's the 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 vessel in which it is stored and in, in which it comes out of the fountain wow. itself. Never thought this morning I'd be doing a deep dive into the ice machine. Don, you know this is right <laughs> though. Like like McDonald's Coke might taste different yes. than Wendy's Coke. And I always can tell if the Sprite is dirty. You know what I mean? It has like a dirty <laughs> taste to it if they have it clean yeah. machines. I'm yeah. like, ooh, it's, it's a off. dirty Sprite. It's a dirty Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Sprite. The rest of what I have today is considerably <laughs> dumber than what I just shared this with you. This is great. So just buckle your chin straps. Donna, you could have gone to Cornell. Uh, sure. And here's why. You can major in wine. At, oh, cute. At Cornell University. You cute. know, the people, what do you call them? Uh, Drugs. Sommeliers. Sommeliers. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that takes a lot of knowledge. Have you a ever? A lot. Great, great Netflix documentary. If you've not seen it, I would like to. It is called Som S O M M, as in Somalia, <laughs> as in Somalia, and it follows four or five guys who are trying to become master sommeliers. And once you are labeled a master sommelier, you can get a job at the finest restaurants. You know, places like 
French Laundry out in Napa Valley in California. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. not pretend like you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just other really, really <laughs> fancy restaurants where they have a wonderful wine selection. But there are sommeliers and there are master sommeliers. But these master sommeliers, the documentary starts like this. It's a guy and he's like snipping the bouquet of a glass of wine. And then he rattles off this like, okay, I'm getting, um, I'm getting pine notes. I'm getting this. And he says descriptive terms, specific descriptive terms for about a minute. And it's amazing. And then it turns out he's exactly right and can guess the wine. They are really, really masters. Maybe they majored at Cornell University. The technical major would be viticulture and enology. Okay. Well, there's definitely a place for that, a career in that. Although then you sure. sometimes see some of these sommeliers getting not passing the blind taste test on YouTube. Oh. You know, it's two buck chuck and it's a $400 <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> I think I it's know. three bucks now. Is it really? Three buck chuck. When yeah. I started to drink wine, I uh, drank, this is out in California. Have you heard, do you know Gallo, the Gallo brothers? Yeah. Mm, also, I mean, isn't that we will sell no wine before it's time? Oh, for Gallo. real? Because it was like four bucks per bottle, so I think they sold it well before <laughs> okay, time. Okay, okay. But it, I'm sure that was their marketing. Yeah. But I remember the Gallo brothers. That was always uh, pick me up some guy. Donna, what was your first wine that you drank? Ooh, probably like Boone Farms or Boone's something. Farms, Strawberry yeah. something. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, the first time I started to get into wine I never never even occurred to me to have a glass of wine I went to someone's house and they served Gewürztraminer excuse me <laughs> Gewürztraminer I think what's that's that how you say it. is this, she's saying that right Gewürztraminer is this a wine yes it's a sort of wine and Sounds it's sweet German. it's like more like a Riesling oh yeah and yeah. I was like wow this is really good and then I started buying it and I would bring it to people's houses and they'd be like looking at me like Thanks. You could have just brought a Merlot. Right. <laughs> Can I offer anyone a Gewürztraminer? And you're like, okay, why did we invite I'm her? I'm going to make you taste some. Nah. Anyway, thanks for asking. By the way, down uh, 7.2 pounds. Thank you for asking. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Um, I can't see the, the crowd, so it sounds like there's one person there. It's- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Because <laughs> my mom came in from Pennsylvania oh. today, and she's here, and she's cheering for us. All right, I got another one here. What do you think the most... This is stupid. I already told you these were stupid. I don't have to continually defend this. Oh. This is the most popular state bird. Mosquito. Not mosquito. <laughs> Every, I get it. That's scar tissue for us here in Minnesota. Um, no, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, and West Virginia all have this as their state bird. Pigeon. 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 <laughs> you strike me as sort of a pigeon lady. Thanks. That's uh, going no. on the list. No, no, no. Way. Don't put it on the list. Going on That's the list. Not, list of was, insults no, by Steve Patterson. That was uplifting when you read in the right context. Me as a pigeon lady. Okay. <laughs> the Northern Cardinal. Oh, okay, pretty. The cardinal is the most popular state bird. Did you ever notice that a male cardinal, bright red, a female cardinal is uh, sort of like less red, more brown, just doesn't look quite as good as the no male idea. cardinal? Did you know that? I didn't, And Steve. did you know why? No. I, I think this is right. At first blush, you think, oh, this seems unfair. Men are getting everything. Why can't we dress up in red as well? But it has to do with the fact that the brown is better disguised. So as the mother then tends to the nest, and then the 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 the, one that's the dad cardinal would go out and find like, other dudes and you know get in bird fights. Sure. I think that's more that or less sounds right. Accurate, yeah. Thank you. I'm getting claps from my mother out there, so I'm just gonna take that. Uh, let's see. I might have one more for you. Okay. Yeah, I get two. Hit us. Um, you have uh, 45 seconds. That feels too long for what I'm about to tell you. Not every Model T was the color black, like you often see. For the first few years of production, the Model T, the Ford Model T, came in gray, green, blue, and red. Great. Did you just hear that? Yeah. In the distance? Yes, I did. Here at the State Fair, somebody Model go, what? Oh, that. <laughs> that warms the cockles of my heart. Oh, man. All right. You, you were going to give us one more. You said two. Oh, uh, you did. The Model T and the Bird. No, nah, I got one more. Amazing Grace. The song Amazing Grace was yeah. written by a former slave trader in England. Do with that what you will. Really? I didn't want to end on that, but yes, wow. really. Sorry. Thanks for that. Um, let's pick it up after All the break. All right. Uh, when we come back, let's talk celebrity homes. Matt Damon's house, big old house, is on the market right now. But they just slashed the price, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They took three milli off. <gasps> yeah, we'll tell you about it. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Woo-woo! <laughs> uh, Matt Damon's mansion is for sale. It is. Should we chip in? Oh, my uh, gosh. I don't know. What are we thinking? How much is it? How much is it, Don? It's $17.1 million. And he, that's after the price reduction? Yes, he desperately wants to get out of California, you guys. It is oh. a massive mansion um, in Pacific Palisades and uh, was on the market for $21 million. Now he took $3.1 million off the top and is listing it, I'm sorry, for $17.9 million. Oh. So we'll have to crowdsource that other $0.9 million. I remember when we looked <laughs> at this place a couple months ago. We looked at it. I feel like we looked at it on the air. Oh, that was Matt Damon. And it's yes. got some really cool stuff. Yeah, it's a it cool does. It's vibe. Pretty... Nice and oh, private in the backyard, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. I, he wants to be uh, in New York. He, does, he wants to be out of California. He must mean upstate. Because oh. <laughs> he's got a lot of kids. He does. He can't. He must not want to like live in the city. Yeah. But, um... I can see that. California's expensive. So crowded. Yeah, it is. So oh, my gosh. I mean, I know he's got the to the next. Yeah. I used to live in California, and the, the and this was back in 2000, goodness, eight, nine. 
the amount of money that you would have to spend, like you would be shocked at, at how little you get at what $700,000 would get you back in 2008 when 700,000 was a lot more, you know, a lot more intimidating and posing of a number. Now I see virtually every house in Eden Prairie is on the market for somewhere mm-hmm. between 700,000 and a million dollars. Guys, I'm seeing million dollar home listings in Eden Prairie that are like 4,500 square feet. They have a yard, maybe a deck. How many millions? Like a million dollars for a 4,500 square foot that's home. A, that's big. No, but it's not but it's that big. It's not a million dollars big. You would expect, things are changing. You would expect if it's a million dollars, then that means it's, you know, the, the West Wing is where we go to recline in the evening. It's just, it's like a house, hmm. like a suburban house. And it's big, don't get me wrong, but it's just amazing what has happened to real estate prices here in Minnesota. I, yeah. I can only imagine what California's like right now, but clearly it's not as good as Matt Damon thought it was going to be if he's got yeah. a slashed up price bite. That's a tough conversation with your realtor. Right. Oh hey, Matt, gosh. we got to decrease it. And the taxes are really high. They're, they're high in New York, too. Really high. Yes. I think New York New taxes. York, Connecticut, it's insane. Isn't um, there a city tax? If you live in Manhattan, there's an extra 10%. I have a buddy who lives in Manhattan, an extra 10% tax for just living in the city. Well, I didn't know that. Doesn't wow. that suck? Are you sure about that? I think it's true. Jeremy Parsons, our buddy from People Magazine. Oh, J-Dog. Um, look at here. He lives in New York, and it's you just got to pay. There's all sorts of taxes that you've got to take care of. And you get so little. I know. When you live in the actual city, you get so little. Can I be creepy I here get a for box. a second? I'm looking at Matt Damon's clothes in his closet. Oh, good one, Dawn. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, I Way really, to zoom in. The whole thing is like a hotel when you zoom through the, all of these pictures that you can find, by the way, on TMZ. Um, okay. But what I really, I'm stopping at the closet, and it's the size of my old apartment. Um, and I'm looking, <laughs> at, I'm looking at his T-shirts oh are perfectly gosh. folded. I think Steve would appreciate that. Love and that. And just, like, I, you know, his jackets and stuff. Is that wow. weird? This um, is a pretty no, dynamite No, they're staging place. it. Oh, they're sta- So those aren't his clothes? No, I mean, if they are his clothes, you know, they purposely made them all so neat. Oh. Yeah, well... First- Everyone's cleaning their house <laughs> when they know their showings. <laughs> right. I remember when we <laughs> sold our house, um, our realtor sent a stager over. And they, you walk through the house with the stager, because we still had our furniture in there, so it's not like it's professionally staged in in the way of we will bring in furniture your furniture is gone because it's more like take everything personal down everything personal pictures. down but then they also look at how your room is laid out and say oh you know what this couch should be over here this is going to open it up more and uh you should have a little you need a plant here on this end table you just need these little pops that take it from standard fine sure. to really nice and then you really see ah oh, this is what it could look like if professionally designed in here I am seeing the closet. Mercy is that big. You know, and you never, your house never looks as good as when you're about to get rid of it. So I know. It sucks. <laughs> you go to Makes you want to stay. <laughs> yeah. Because you go through, you paint. Yep. You get the carpets clean. You just get everything nice and tidy. You, And then you say, and we're moving now. Why didn't we do it? So that's a good right. reminder. Right. For anybody who's just living in their home now, spruce it up. Oh, he does what I do with my, uh, those shelves. <laughs> I put jeans on mine, and I don't have the same closet, just for the record. I'm Although, just saying. Multi-level home. 
<laughs> do you remember Donna does have a full room, a separate room? She took a guest room in her mansion and made it just a full closet, Don. It's a full Did closet. She really? Yes. Yeah. So a bedroom is a closet like not like that. Do you have like California clo- California yes. closet closets? Really? Yes. So it's like a mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner closet. She's got a KJ closet. Yeah, but I don't have like Gucci bags lined up <laughs> and you know, shoot my I do have shoes, but they're all in see-through boxes. Don't you have one of those middle things though? Yes, like an, an island? How about Don, she's got an island. For her seamstress to to come and tailor stuff. Don, come on over. Okay. You could come today if you want. I've got. I have to do a podcast with Kenny for the first time today. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's happening today? Can we talk about that for a second before we get back to the houses? What is the podcast about? It's, uh, well, I don't know. Um, (laughs) You'll find out today. (laughs) It's called News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. And, you know, Kenny is crabby, and so we're just going to... Give him stories that we didn't get to during Dirt Alerts and things. Uh, John Height is also on the podcast. Oh, great. We love he, John. He brings stories from Garage Logic that he didn't get a chance to get to. So okay. it's just going to be one of those things where we talk about stories. Uh, today we're interviewing Sush, though. Joe oh. Sushere. Oh, great. There, talk about a man that I am afraid of. Me too. I don't and think... I have to interview him. Well, he, I think that you're, you're, you're going to be better off than I would be, Don. Because, you know, you're a lady, you're a lady, not some young punk like me, like, you know, like his stupid hair. He's going to be like, look at this pompadour. What's oh, this yeah. idiot walking around? Why he's a clown? What is his point? Why is he doing this with you? He'll have radio respect for oh, you. You've grown up in this business. Mm-hmm. You're going to do great. That is at 11 I, o'clock at the Garage Logic uh, Shack. Hey, that's cutting into our show. Never mind. Oh, no, no, right. <laughs> Wait, where, is By that out way, here on the fairgrounds? Yeah, I have to be oh. out there. I have, to, I have to get on the shuttle, y'all. <laughs> oh, it's really nice. Really big. Is it? Big it's charter a big bus, bus now. I big bus, yeah. Love yep. talking about things that listeners can't do. Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> Sorry, really guys. Um, anyway, so, that, okay, so that'll happen at 11 o'clock today. Now let me take us back into the world of celebrity real estate. Okay. okay. And this is a much more approachable home. Matt Damon's $17.9 million estate. Wow. It's beautiful. Although Kate Beckinsale has a $4 million house. Now, when she got it back in, I think, 07 or 08, it was $3.6 million. So it really hasn't appreciated a ton. Okay, it looks a little, you know, modest. It does look sort of surprisingly modest for Hollywood, is how I would describe it. It's a four-bedroom, five-bathroom home. It is on a ridge above a canyon this is a popular spot for hikers in la but it's hidden by this thicket of trees one of the more interesting parts about this it's in mandeville canyon um so this is like in the brentwood area of los angeles so it's a nice place but it's not exactly where you see always sprawling mansions you know so brentwood's more of i think more of a neighborhood kind of a vibe a rich neighborhood still but uh but anyway she has this one thing that is interesting so you have the main house and would you like this? There's a main house, and then there is a bridge. I see the that bridge. That connects to, I believe, the owner's suite. So that's where her bedroom would be and her bathroom would be. So every day she would wake up in this separate thing, and then she would walk on this bridge. Okay, that's bizarre. To the house. No. I think it's kind of cool. Unless it's rain, it just feels kind of cool, right? Hey, I'm going to go to bed now, and you go I, over. I mean, if she has kids, you want to be where your kids are. I don't know if she has kids. I don't think she has kids. I think she has kids. You think she has kids? I'm just saying things. <laughs> Come on. Look at this little bridge. That's a cool little bridge. It's cute. If that were like a mother-in-law's apartment, 
something like that. Now, listen, I'm going to shoot straight here. And I quite love Kate Beckinsale. She's gorgeous. Um, it feels like the siding could maybe get redone or power washed. It's or very modest. Very well, modest. By Hollywood standards. Right. right. You would go oh. to this person's house and be like, in Coon crap. Rapids and say, oh my gosh, it's what did gorgeous. you strike oil? But yeah, this is otherwise <laughs> LA approachable, I would say. Don, are you seeing the pictures? I am. What do you think? I really like that little bridge. That is very unique. Isn't that cute? I really do like it. Now, what if it's bad weather and you're like, I can't come over if there's a tornado? Does that happen? <laughs> oh. No, okay, you know, not. the worst it would get in L.A. would be rain. That's so, true. But then, you know, you, wouldn't that be cute, though? You wake up in the morning, you pop your umbrella, and you walk across the 20-foot bridge. I think that that's really enjoyable, don't you? Yes. And okay. see if you could get monkeys to hang from it. It could be like a little monkey area. Yeah, so you, could throw, you throw a rope over the side. Yeah. And now you're, the kids are swinging. Oh, look at that. I think it's really whimsical. It says the elegant master suite leads to the property's star feature, the private wooden bridge that passes over a grassy lawn connecting to a hidden leafy spa tub nestled in the hillside oh. above the house. I don't like the word nestled. I just decided. I okay, know. It's sorry. too... I get it. I, I'm not surprised by that, Don. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> All right. This, these are great. Does she, is there a little playhouse in the back of Kate Beckinsale's house? Is I think that that's the bedroom that you're talking about. No. Well, maybe. Anyway, we'll link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. And by the way, the more I look at this house, uh, modest probably isn't the right word. Even even in, I mean, it starts to stretch out quite you're a bit. Right. Doors you're right. that open. It's pretty... It, it's an approachable celebrity home, yes. is what I would say it is. About $4 million, though, if you're looking to buy property. That's not bad. It's not so bad. And some really cool outdoor spaces, yes, too. Gorgeous. I mean, a great outdoor fire pit area. Um, and then the bridge goes right over top of, like, another sitting area, too. It's I pretty. It's kind of cool. It's pretty. Anyway, she has one child. Oh, okay. Thank one you, kid. John. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's your celebrity real estate roundup uh, right here on <laughs> My Talk 1071. Uh, when we come back, why don't we do some things that make us go, uh, what do you got about Channing Tatum? Okay, so cute couple alert, I guess. Um, I had no idea about this, this couple. Channing Tatum, I'll tell you who he is rumored to be dating coming up. And then you have a story about the gold medals uh, from the Olympics. Yeah, there's an uh, Olympian from China who got a gold medal. And something is now happening to gold medal. Hmm. And the Olympian ain't happy about it. We'll explain when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back, everybody. It's Donna and Steve live at the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, Steve, what's our location again? Uh, we're on Underwood Street. And we are... Uh, Just past Randall's? I don't have to answer that. Oh, yes, okay. yep. uh, I can <laughs> confirm that. Uh, we are just past Randall. Uh, you know, listen, we're, we're near a Tot Boss. We are near a Sweet Martha's. We're right under the um, Sky Ride. Yes. By the GMC Hummers. So, yeah. You know, uh, right you by know, Machinery Hill that isn't called Machinery Hill anymore. That's no, what I heard. No, they changed it. So, Everything's different uh, now. Near the Ferris wheel also. That's what I'm hearing. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We You'll always find us. We always do this like on... on Twin Cities Live, and you know we'd love it if you watched us today. 3 o'clock on Channel 5, we will be broadcasting live here from the State Fair in the 5 Eyewitness News Building. And every year, we go through this thing where Shameless it's... Shameless plug. Uh, and, and we say, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that cookie shop is on the corner of, you know, Judson and Carnes. Yeah. And then we think, are people really... 
Really, really looking at maps. So what we're, we've done this year, we're launching a brand new website um, called finditatthefair.com. Oh, that's great. That's and then when fabulous. we mention something on Twin Cities Live, we'll just we'll ping it on the map and then sure. just tell people, hey, it's over near the big slide, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, it's what we all do. That's so. what we anyway, do. So, um, oh, I saw something and I would like to say something. Ooh. Okay, fine, say it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Did you guys know that Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz were dating? I did know this. You did? I saw they were like bike riding. Last week, I saw this bike riding. And then they were shopping together because they were on some retreat and they were getting, I don't know, food or paper plates or something for their place. And I'm looking at him going, huh. I know likey. You know likey? What do you mean you know likey? I know likey. Okay, I'm going to say something unpopular. I'm sorry. He just seems like kind of a meathead. Hey, <laughs> this is what happens to I guys agree. like Channing and me. Oh, Dawn agrees with me. Okay, I agree. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Guys like Channing and me, and uh-huh. me. who have <laughs> super, Dawn, who have super carved frames <laughs> and just really almost like unapproachable bodies. Uh, people assume that, that we are all brawn and not bright. <laughs> all right, I don't, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm probably totally wrong, but I don't know. She could do better. Well, wait a second. Maybe he's maybe he's a good dude, fun guy. Yeah, he seems yeah. fun in interviews. He seems great. But okay. she seems like so artistic and intellectual and and poised. And, and well, poised. let me play. And, then, and he's this guy who's like, "Hey, bro." No, you know? I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think maybe she needs to chill out with her artsy hippy dippy, which can be equally unapproachable in an entirely different way. We're like, hey, you want to sit down and watch an episode of Seinfeld? I would, but I heard Seinfeld is putting out a lot of emissions with his car collection. Okay, oh. we're done. Bye now. Touche. Okay. Or, that's fair. I don't have a TV. I love it when yeah, people say that's that. better. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been trying to read more this year, you try so to I don't f- do media. apologize for your TV. <laughs> By the way, speaking of... Speak it up, yeah. Another thing I saw in that in that same vein, I suppose, Lord, music artist Lord, who just had a new album that came out last Friday. Mm-hmm. She was on James Corden and said that she <laughs> she got rid of all social media, which we heard Selena Gomez stopped controlling her social media. If you see a post, I believe it's from her assistant. Same thing now happening with Lord as well. But get this, she kept one social media, quote unquote. It is the New York Times Recipes app, where apparently you can go, there are recipes that are posted, and then people can comment, and she will go and read people's comments there instead of on Instagram or Facebook about a variety of things. Instead, it's about a quiche, and then people, and she just reads the comments, finds it entertaining, said occasionally someone will get very detailed in their comments, and that's where she chooses to get her quasi social media fix is reading the comments section of the New York Times recipes Okay, app. she's a weirdo. Well... What does that even mean? I don't know! <laughs> she said she just found herself on social media reading people's comments, not even about her, 
just people's comments about things and thought, I don't need to do this. So, oh, she also took off of her phone. Uh, she's got a couple of blockers on her phone, so she can't even access Google on her phone. Oh, weird. So she, if she's wondering about something and she's like, oh, I should Google that, she, will, she has to wait until she gets home to her computer. And it's sort of like the, a, a similar thing of delayed gratification when it comes to buying things. They say, some people say do a 24-hour rule, some say a 48-hour, some say a 30-day. You see something online that you want, and then you choose one of those times. I'll come back to this in 48 hours or in one week and see if I still want it. Lord is doing this with Google on her phone. I, I, I actually think it's cool that she's trying to stay away from social media because being, I think being a celebrity, that can be very damaging because they're human beings too, but sure. people feel like they can sit behind a keyboard and just say terrible things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, now I got this from the world of the Olympics. Remember the Olympics? Yes, I heard of them. There is a Chinese Olympian who won a gold medal. Okay. And she says, my gold medal is now peeling. No. Take a look. Clicky. Wiki oh, on the winky dinky. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Uh, this is a 23-year-old athlete, Zhu, Zhu Ying's gold medal. She was a trampoline gymnast and took a picture of it. Oh, no. And said, hey, this is peeling. And she was asking fellow Olympians. Is yours peeling? Exactly. Anybody else having this kind of a problem? Uh, she says she initially thought that the mark was just a little bit of dirt, but then this it grew. The spot grew bigger, and it grew bigger. That's disappointing. Worth noting, the uh, medals are not solid gold. They're actually made mostly from silver. And for the 2020 Games, reused medals were donated to the public and coated, and it coated at least six grams of pure gold within it. Here's what the Olympic Committee has said to the gold medalist whose gold medal is peeling. They said, uh, this is peeling. It's actually a protective coating. They claim that the metal is perfectly fine. Nothing to see here. It's fine. Just let the whole thing slowly peel off. And here is what's totally jacked up about the Olympic Committee. What a bunch of bums. They said, if something were ever to happen, uh, the, we can give you a mold and can give you a new one for a fee. So they told this gold medalist, "Rude. We'll give you a new gold medal. They're in timeout. You got to send us a little money." That's that's really disappointing. You work your whole life so hard and then you just to get one of these things and then it's it's peeling. You don't even like want to show people. No, I'd be embarrassed by that. It looks like it's chipping. It just and then I mean the Olympic committee, the gall to say you can buy a new one. Hey, Donna, well, I, don't I, do that's that. That's just not right. Don't say that. All right, sorry. I said anyway. bad things. Dawn, you need to hit I the do. road and get on get the shuttle. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, get on the shuttle, Dawn. Bye-bye. All right. Have fun. Good luck today. All right, I guess DJ Rock Lobster is taking over. Uh, hey, there's a, a song that I loved when I was growing up. I don't know if you'll know it, Steve, but it's been reworked by the original artist, and I want to see what you think about it, and then I'll tell you something very cool that Chris Stapleton did when we come right back on My Talk 107.1.